Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Donovan wants to switch. Trying to get McLemore on him. Now he has Tucker on him, though. He drives, gets to the window, and scores it. Donovan's got 19. Jack. There's the backdoor cut. Niang saw it come and stole it. Pass out to Bogdanovich. Takes a dribble, settles himself, fires, hits. Timeout, Mike D'Antoni. David Locke will be on the call tonight. Listen to the Jazz and the Spurs. Pre-game show starts at 5.30, tip at 6.30. Time to get back on that horse after a bad performance, oh, PK. Sure. Yeah. The Spurs are six games under 500. They are seven. They are two and a half games out of the last. They're ninth in the West. Two and a half games out of the last make playoff three, spot. three and a half. There it is. Yeah. Popovich, 71 years old. You know, he, I mean, he, he, talking about Kobe the other day when they lost. Who cares? I hope he has that same attitude. Yeah, <laughs> hold on to who cares. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because they look like they're a long way for, away from being what they were, obviously. So this is one of these teams that now for two months you've beaten. Fact. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. No one wants to – not no one, but a lot of Jazz fans are like, I don't want to get too excited about this. These are a bunch of bad teams. But once you don't win a game that you think you're supposed to win – it's wrong. Suddenly, yeah. well, you do have to win those games. It is a big deal. Oh, yeah. And, and that's how the Lakers, the Clippers, the Bucks, well, whoever great teams else steamroll these teams. That's exactly. what they do. They've racked up a gazillion wins against it's been that way forever. Teams. So, you know, you have a day off. And you really played poorly the other night. There's no other way to say it. They would be the first to admit it. And so they fouled too much. Yeah. They had too many unforced turnovers. I mean, you can hear it in Locke's voice when Bogey B hits a three. And I use I, one of the things I love about Locke when he says timeout and then he names the coach. Mm-hmm. Well, go back and play that timeout, Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> right, this no. isn't going anywhere. No, I like the one I remember. Timeout, Vinny Del Negro. <laughs> I mean, you can hear in his voice, you're getting crushed. Yeah, yeah, but it's a timeout. You're reeling. You know, Bogey B hits the three and timeout. Yeah. Mike D'Antoni. Yeah. Mike, yeah. Mike oh, no, D'Antoni's no, no. perturbed. The lead's down to 11. Yeah. I, I want that passion of that Locke is known for. All right. Well, listen for it tonight. Time out. Pop. Oh, yeah. I want to hear it. It won't be as the big crowd a deal because the crowd. Coming. They're on the road. You hear the crowd and everybody gets and going. And as an and announcer, you can definitely ride that emotion. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you and uh, Gerald, uh, what's his face? You guys have done that for years, haven't you? Gary Gerald. You have people tweeting at you about Gary <laughs> Gerald. Did you see that? That cracked me up. I almost texted you. And I thought, oh, never mind. He'll see you, eventually. Do you do you that? Didn't go, you didn't go into your mentions and see that? Uh, I'll turn it on. Okay. Do you do that? Timeout, Bruce Arena. <laughs> no, because they don't call timeouts. There's no timeouts in soccer. Why not? It's not the way oh, they roll. No, I know why. Because there's so much there's so much dead time during the course of the game. What yeah, the hell do you need, need more dead time if you for? Need a, if you need a timeout, someone just fakes an Achilles injury. Well, they just kind of kick the ball back and forth between the ah, 30s my anyway. Foot. So there's there's all sorts of dead time. Between with, the 30s. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that cracks me up. <laughs> the 30s. <laughs> it works. The 18s, but whatever. Yeah.
No, the third, the thirty yard lines. You know what I'm talking about? No thirty yard line. PK. Well, the more we Americanize it, the better it off it'll be. <laughs> I've been trying to tell you that for years. A random hilarious soccer note: When RSL was playing in that, you love this Concacaf playing in the uh, in the final against Monterey, and they played down there. Orange slice tournament, time. I call it. Yeah, and. Of course, it's in Mexico, so it's authentic, except they share that it's one of the schools that plays uh, football. And so that you go to Mexico, and there's actually football yard lines on the field. They, were, they could have played between the 30s. UT? University of Tijuana? No. Oh. No, University of Monterey, I assume. PV State? <laughs> PV State. Puerto Vallarta? <laughs> Puerto Vallarta State. <laughs> when Puerto Vallarta State plays <laughs> Palos Verdes State, it's a grudge match. PV bragging rights. All right, Jazz, Spurs tonight. Jazz, this is the start of a back-to-back. They'll get Denver uh, the next night. But first things first, got to beat the Spurs. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Middleton lifting for another jumper. Good again. Two in a row by Middleton. 135, 126, 46 now for Middleton. Lopez top of the key, handoff to Middleton. Chris driving. Oh, and a slam dunk for 50. 143, 130, 51 for Chris Middleton. And he did it with a powerful jam. Wow. So see what happens to teams other than the Jazz. Chris Middleton goes off for a career high, 51 points. And the Bucks beat the Wizards. 151 to 131. Wow. They're going up and down the floor right there. Wes Unseld and walking through that door. (laughs) Wes Unseld. Nice. The Big E ain't walking through that door. Gilbert Arenas ain't walking through that door. Gilbert Arenas. Nice. Elvin was more of the offense. Wes was the heart and soul of the defense. Correct. (laughs) So that's why I went with the defense. Okay. Uh, The... Chris Middleton goes off, and of course the uh, the important part of that was there were more shots for him to have because Antetokounmpo didn't play. Yeah, it's an uh, Eric Gordon type situation there, obviously. Yep. And then the Suns, man, put forty eight on a, in a quarter on the Mavs in Just Dallas, destroyed them in Dallas. They yeah, forty eight. Now I think if you're a Phoenix fan, you're all excited because DeAndre Ayton maybe shows some stones because. He was picked two spots ahead of Doncic, and, you know, that hadn't been close. He would take Doncic every second, every time, and maybe he got a little motivation here. 31 points, nine boards, made 13 of his 15 shots. But, and that that's nice, but he's uh, like a higher-level Ulster tag in terms of now you can't just go with, you know, you're 18 and 8 now for the next two weeks, which, you know, that's decent numbers. So, I mean, he's a better player than Greg was, but... Point being, you've but got the point to find is, consistency. If you can go for this, you need to do it more often. Yes. And right now, there's no reason to think that he'll ever do what Doncic does. But the more you can close that gap, the better they'll feel about it. Exactly. And clearly, yeah, on yeah. some level, he's heard. He knows what people oh, yeah, are saying. Oh, Aiden well. was a mistake. The heck did you draft him for? So he goes into Dallas and goes off. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if that was what it was, well, then you need to reach that inner motivation more often because the stars of this league, that's the greatness in them, is the consistency. And we're seeing it out of Mitchell now. The stars of this league, they're doing it you know, 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10. We saw it for two decades, basically, with Carl Malone. You know, you basically you put that in there, and he's going to give it to you night after night after night, game after game. It's what Malone did for well over 15 years, and that's why he was awesome. Grizzlies and Nuggets in Memphis. And the Grizzlies win 104-96. Valen had a game. 
23 points, 12 boards. So the Nuggets and the Mavericks were the two best teams in the West playing last night because obviously the Laker and Clipper game was postponed. And they both got beat. Yeah, they just got to hold on to try to get healthy. I mean, they're still down They're guys. missing guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just a fact the way it is. They have dropped now a half game behind the Jazz and a full game behind the Clippers. Lakers one, Clippers two, Jazz three, Nuggets four. They're the top four in the West right now. You're going to see a lot of NBA players wearing either number eight or number 24 when they don't usually do it. Switching numbers, Spencer Dinwiddie did it. Well, they switched out of it. Switching out of 8 or 24 to something else. Kind of uh, retiring Kobe's number, even if the league doesn't do it, or Cuban's done it in Dallas, nobody's going to wear it there. It's like, well, all I can decide is I'm not going to wear it. So they're not wearing it. Yeah, and whatever. I mean, if you also want to decide, hey, I'm going to wear this to to honor him, or I don't want to wear it to honor him, I I don't really care. It doesn't, doesn't much matter to me. But you can see these guys... In their 20s, when they were around 10, then, you know, Kobe would have been all that. Right. He was all that. I've been at the peak, and he would have been the guy. He would have been the guy they all went out and. Yeah, I mean, said, I, there was a time. Kobe! He's, he hit a not shot. one of, certainly, I mean, not the, certainly one of the faces of the league. Yeah. And I mean, that's why he's getting all this, uh, well, what would you call it, uh, disremembrance or whatever it might yeah. be. Rockets and Blazers tonight, ESPN, 8 o'clock. If you want to uh, check that game out, Jazz game was 6.30, so it's a little offset there. Check out the end of that game. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Before the end of the half, though, an interesting moment, an unusual eruption of anger from Mike Krzyzewski. You see the Cameron Crazies chanting at the pit bench, and then Coach K yelling, shut up, shut up. And he walked across the court as time expired on the first half to tell them they were chanting toward Jeff Capel, he's one of us. He's one of us. Now, from what we can discern from tweets from beat writers sitting down a long press row, they were saying, Jeff Capel, sit with us. Mike Krzyzewski screaming and hollering at the Cameron Crazies. I thought that was a poor look, PK. That was awkward at best. Get off my lawn. A little bit. I mean, he looked like an old, crazy old man. <laughs> the screaming shut up. How about please be quiet? Or Is sit with us like the worst thing the fans at Cameron could wow. have chanted? I know. <laughs> you know. I was like. All I the thought, stuff you've heard over the years. Right. Because I saw it on the TV with the sound down first. I didn't know what it was like. Ooh, what are they? You know, what are they chanting that he's so embarrassed by or something? And then when you hear about it, you're like, oh, okay, they're chanting the opposing coach. He used to be a Duke player, but and a Duke assistant coach, seven yeah. years. Assistant with us. Oh, I thought you meant player. Good point. Player for seven years? No. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, he, a Dukey. Well, he's thought of as a potential candidate to replace him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever uh, and and then even if he'd wanted like to him. shut him up, you know, if he'd gone over and waved his arms and give him the cut sign or something, but the. The anger was so, I don't know. It struck me as a weird moment. It was weird watching a game out of Wyoming with a bunch of empty gold seats. You could hear individual voices out of the crowd. And it at was the start, nobody me. could make a bucket. It was ugly. Well, that, now, Aggies got it together late in the first half. And actually, just the last five minutes of half, I thought it went from, this is a hideous, ugly basketball game, and I can't believe it's on ESPNU, and Aggie fans are going to be dying watching this, too. Oh, the Aggies got this. So do you think that uh, if the game is bad, like at the second media timeout, you just cut away? 
Yeah, that would be a good idea. <laughs> You're off DSPN 3. Due to the lack of interest in this disaster. We fast forward. The, the funny thing is they didn't have to cut away. It was supposed to be on ESPNU, but the game before on ESPNU, I think it was an SEC game, Auburn, went yeah. double overtime. So it was on ESPN News until halftime. But even so, that was... If, if the Aggies had been playing a better team, the road woes could have easily continued. They could have been buried early. The first 10 to 15 minutes... They just couldn't uh, score. Yeah, but I can also argue if they've been playing a better team, they, they would have played better. Focus, yeah, yeah. So. except we got Air Force and UNLV. I mean, they've been struggling on the road. It's been bad, but they got it together. And once they did, they never looked back. Wyoming well, never got back in the game. The whole second half, you knew Utah State had that, and they win by 23-68-45. They improved to 17 and six. They're six and four in the conference. And as Bill Pel- Belichick would say, PK on to San Diego State. I've never heard Bill say that. Well, on to Cincinnati. It's close enough. Have you been to Cincinnati? I have been to Cincinnati. Have you been to San Diego? I have been to San Diego. It's not close enough. (laughs) 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 Went to Cincinnati for the NCAA basketball tournament. First time I saw the tournament in person. All right, UVU hosts Cal Baptist. The whack game tonight, Norm, 7 o'clock. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I think he does a heck of a job. He, uh, he does a lot of two-back uh, stuff that was kind of back in the day football, but is uh, with his success will be coming back. Uh, football's a big circle, and uh, things what's good today won't be good tomorrow, but it'll come back the following day. So it's, uh, he's done a real nice job. Sharp guy, very, very sharp. Super Bowl quotes, PK. What can you say leading up to the Super Bowl? That's, so that's like fashion, then. That's Andy Reid. Yes, comes it comes back in style. Exactly. The big circle. I mean, that's a, that's a nickname you could have for Andy Reid. Andy Reid talking about Kyle Shanahan. Well, it, it works. I, you know, I don't know if that's going to be Shanahan's style forever and ever, but it works now. The talent they've got and the way teams are defending them, and the question is, when the Chiefs do whatever they have to to take away that run game, is Garoppolo going to make big plays? It's not a big deal that he didn't make him in the NFC title game because he didn't have to. Based on the way they were running the ball, they did the smart thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that doesn't last forever. Some people load up and like, you're absolutely not going to run the ball on us like that. And then it'll be up to Garoppolo to come through with big plays. The other Chiefs news is Clark Hunt, the chairman, says Mahomes might be a year away from an extension. But it's a priority to get it done. Might be 12 to 15 months. Really? I pulled Patrick is here for his entire career, and that's huh. going to be our goal. That's shocking. Yeah. <laughs> if you really want to lock him up, do it now. Oh, yeah. Whatever, uh, I would think whatever the contract rules allow. Aren't they making too much money in the NFL to have a lockout or a strike? You they don't think so. They, you could say that in any professional Yeah. League. Talking big now, NFLPA Executive Director Demuri Smith. The reality is that if we want to hold out and get everything we want, that's probably going to mean a two-year strike. Of course they're going to say that now. Yeah. Say whatever you want now. That's predictable. I hope they do. I hope it goes away for two years. Show up for kickoff. Be fine by me. What are you going to do with your Thursday nights and your Sunday nights and your Monday nights? Well, there'll be other stuff to do. I mean, I'd prefer they play, but if they want to go away and... Can't stop them. It's not going to – I can live with it. They're, they're the ones that are going to suffer, not me. I, I got plenty of college football to, to take my mind off of it. I think it's a joke. I think they should 
any league for that matter. But I never take sides on that. Say what you're going to say. Posture every posture. Justify your job and fight for your guys. And, And to a degree, maybe some of this is like, Hey, this is a warning to the players. Like, yeah, we can get everything we want, but do you really want a two-year strike? Because in two years, you're not going to be in the league anyway. Uh, yeah. So I maybe he's sending a message I to don't them. care. I will not let the business of sports get in the way of my entertainment. So A good line to draw. If the NBA does it, and the last time they did it, I didn't take sides. I didn't pay attention. Because I'm not a business fan. I'm My business mind sucks. <laughs> it does. <laughs> It does. You handle all the stuff for us. My wife handles all the stuff for us. I stay out of it. My job's to pop off. I don't have a business mind. So I'm not going to let those guys, they got to do what they got to do. Both sides got to do what they got to do. Whatever side, whatever league you're talking about. And more power to them, whatever. But I don't get involved in that. I'm a fan of the games. That's why I enjoy it. That's Life's running out of time. I didn't need the Kobe Bryant situation to know I'm one day closer to death. Yep. So I'm going to go for my enjoyment, and my enjoyment is to watch games, and I'm not going to get caught up in that. So then when they come back, you heard like when baseball had their World Series strike, you heard people say, I'm never coming back. Well, I came back because I didn't pay attention to it. So and, it's, and when the NBA did their thing a few years back, when they came back, I'm ready to go. Hall of Fame defensive end Chris Dolman passing away at the age of 58. He had had surgery to remove a brain tumor in 2018. Played I saw for the that, uh, man. 58 years old. Sure, yeah. I remember him very well. Played for the Vikings in the late 80s, early 90s. Played and then moved around the league. But that played, sucks. Yeah, had a long career. 58. Well, it goes back to what you just said. You know, the older we get, the more funerals we go to, the more people who we watched on TV. It doesn't matter if it's music or sports or whatever. You see another one of them go, and you think, all right, I got 20 years or 30 years or. In your case, given the longevity on your side of the family, you know. Well, you've got to clean up years. a few things there, buddy. Yeah, tell me about it. I've up. been trying to. I know. Oh, that's what I said. Tell me about it. you got to keep doing it. It's working. I, mean, I need your help to make progress. Two packs a day is ridiculous. <laughs> that's funny. Donuts. <laughs> what is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801 295 That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Tim Lacombe, Utah Jazz radio analyst. We hear him on the pre-half and post. He's going to join us coming up in about uh, 10 minutes. Chad Lewis, former BYU and Philadelphia Eagle tight end, will join us at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. Talk NFL playoffs to talk Super Bowl. Maybe a little BYU football. Maybe a little Taysom Hill. Uh, The Saints getting ready to pass the torch if Drew Brees cooperates. Well, that's what we're hearing. That's he doesn't just up and retire now. Yeah. Which to me is shocking. He was playing so well, I figured he's going to play another year well, for and sure. Bridge, Bridgewater was 5-0. and zero. Yep. Maybe it's a financial thing, but they make it sound like we love Taysom Hill and we want him to be our starting quarterback. There's finances playing into it for sure. Right. They only have $10 million in cap space right now. Well, if Breeze retires, they can afford to sign Bridgewater. Yeah, that, but yeah. if Breeze doesn't retire, then Bridgewater is probably going to get a bucket load of money and yep. be out in New Orleans. In which case, they got to get Taysom ready and right. Get to but town. it still seems like they prefer Hill over Teddy B. Just reading the stuff you read yeah. and all the word out of there. Yes, which is surprising to me. 
All right, your thoughts on uh, Taysom Hill, his NFL future, if he's got to transition in and be in the starting quarterback in Saints with the Saints pronto. We will get to that coming up, and we'll run that by Chad Lewis as well. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.8 of the zone. The Jazz with Tim Lacombe next.